What's going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. How are you on this Wednesday? Happy Wednesday. Today is January 19th. How's your week so far? You having a good week? You having a good uh, week betting some games? Maybe getting ready for some NFL this weekend. Got some good NFL games coming up this weekend. I am excited for some playoff football. And actually, that's what we're going to talk about a little bit today is the NFL and prices and the idea of taking the money line instead of the spread. Because some people see see numbers like minus two or plus two, and you may think it's not worth it to take the spread, and you just may as well make the money line bet. So today, we'll talk about when that's a good option, when that's a bad option, and really what you should look for if you're going to make money line bets in football. This is both the NFL and college football that this kind of applies for, but obviously we'll talk more NFL since the playoffs are going on right now. So we'll do all that on today's show. Uh, special thanks to Better Edge. Online, betteredge.com. That's B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com, like sports better. Uh, better Edge is so great because they don't charge a VIG. And everybody out there, from professionals to amateurs, can make a lot more money by not paying the VIG. Now, the reason that they can do this is it's not your classic sportsbook experience. It's very different, actually. It's more of, it's kind of like trading stocks to where you can put orders out there. You can actually name your own price to any game out there. Now, it's, it may not necessarily get taken if you name some outlandish price like Buccaneers plus 50 for this weekend. Someone would have to be a moron to take it on the other side. But the point is, you can make those bets. You can uh, bet vig free. It's such a great experience. Check them out online, betteredge.com. Use promo code SHARP when you're signing up. That'll get you a free $10. All right, so let's talk about money lines and spreads and how money lines are sometimes actually a less valuable bet. So what the trend has been the last three, four years since sports betting has been picking up, and especially the last one or two years since we actually have legal data to look at in terms of what people are betting on in the United States. And overwhelmingly, the public likes to bet on money lines when they get spreads that are very close to pick them. Now, the most recent example of this is actually uh, the college football championship, where Alabama was a two and a half point underdog to Georgia. And a lot of people, especially after having seen the SEC championship, how can Alabama be the underdog? It's only two and a half. By the way, if, 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 if Georgia wins, that two and a half isn't going to matter. So they just bought the money line. Now, what that does is it skews the money line and the spread because we have to keep in mind the money line and spread are actually not connected at all. Meaning, sports books don't move money lines off of spread money and vice versa. But we can actually tell what the average money line price should be based on history. And we know. Well, you maybe you don't know, but now you do, that if you see a minus three favorite, typically you're going to get a money line of about minus 160. Okay, now just to quantify exactly what that means, every price like minus 160 correlates to a certain percentage. So when you see minus, or excuse me, when you see minus three, that means that team is expected to win about 61.5% of the time. Okay, so what'll happen is in big 
prime time or money games or games that mean a lot, games that the public is watching, the skew or the spread and money line will now be off. There will be one that's moving more than the other. And inevitably what this will mean is that if you take a money line bet, like a lot of people did in the in the national championship in college football, you'll be paying into a bad line. Now think about it. If you should be paying minus 160 for a team that uh, is a three-point favorite, that means it should be about plus 125 to plus 130 for the team who's plus three, right? Well, what you saw in the national championship was Alabama at plus two and a half should have been around plus 120 or so, plus 120. They were about plus 110, plus 115. And on a lot of websites, they were like plus 112. And on the other side, Georgia, who should have been around minus 150, maybe minus 155, they were all the way down to like minus 140. So the point is, if you bet on Georgia money line for the national championship, you actually saved about eight to 10 cents. And if you bet on Alabama money line national championship, even though you thought it was the bet, the good bet, and maybe you're making more money because it's a plus money bet, you're losing value because you're actually losing about five to eight cents on what the line should be. So today's podcast, I guess the lesson is know exactly what the value is or what the price should be for every single bet that you make. We don't just want to take teams, uh, let's see, it's minus three or even minus three and a half. That seems a little expensive. I mean, three and a half is a lot to cover. Let's just take them on the money line, right? Kind of like the Tennessee Titans this weekend. Tennessee currently minus three and a half against Cincy. There may be a lot of people out there going, let's just take the money line. And you know how I know that? It's because there's a skewed money line for the Tennessee game. Tennessee should be about minus 170 money line. And what I'm seeing consensus right now is Tennessee is minus 180. So you're losing about 10 cents value betting Tennessee money line because that's what everybody's doing right now. The average sports better is seeing Tennessee money line and thinking three and a half is too expensive. So they're either buying from three and a half to three, which we'll talk about a different day, but essentially... It's rarely, rarely worth it to buy a half point at any given time. So, you know, again, different show, very deep topic, but people are either buying three and a half to three or they're just taking the money line. Most people, and especially most square average bettors, are making parlays with Tennessee money line. See, that's what people do who lose money in betting sports. They take what they think is sure things or very likely things, and they'll just string them together in a list of parlays very bad mentality, very losing mentality. You don't want to do that. But you have to understand that if you're going to bet money lines on these teams, you have to take the money line when these things pretty much open up at opening sports books. If you give it three hours from opening numbers, you're going to lose the opportunity to get these lines. So keep in mind, money lines and spreads are not connected. But we can, however, tell what certain sports books are taking in based on what they're offering for a money line. Minus three should be around minus 160, and plus three should be around plus 130, let's say. That one's a little tougher, but let's just say minus, uh, plus 130. So if you see anything different, you'll know either that sports book's trying to get away with something and screw you, okay, or they've taken money and moved based on that money, either the spread or the money line. And really, that's how you find other good bets that are profitable bets in the long run. You see 
what certain numbers indicate and then go look elsewhere for things that the sports book may not have changed. Okay. So like we're talking about today, the spread and money line are obviously connected within the game. Okay. Within the context of what we see during the game, of course, they're going to be connected. And, and even for our payouts, they're connected. What I mean by they're not connected is the way a sports book moves them during or during the betting process before the game. Okay, the market movement, the market manipulation, that's not connected. But obviously, again, within the context of the game, the spread and money line are very much connected. Just like, let's say, the over-under and player props or team totals, things like that, right? What you'll see a lot of the time is, uh, let's give a hypothetical here, team A and team B are playing, and it's a pick em, and the over-under is 40 points. What that means, we can always do some math and figure out what the over-under is supposed to be and what the total for each team is supposed to be. If it's a pick em, and the over-under is 40, that means each team is expected to score about 20 points, okay? So let's say each team's total is, or let's just say it's maybe skewed. Team A is 19.5, team B is 20.5 for team total points. Well, what you may see sometimes is that game will get hammered over and a lot of money will come in on the over, the over, the over, and the over-under will move from 40 to 41. Yet none of the team totals will move. See, that's what I mean by finding prop bets, finding derivative bets that don't move when major markets do move. Now, that example may be uh, a little bit maybe stretching it or over the top, but it's just an example, okay? This happens all the time, literally all the time, especially in sports like hockey or soccer, where even the major markets or the, the you know the spread and the money line, the over under, pretty soft. Imagine what the player prop markets are like in the NHL and soccer, right? So the point of today's show, keep in mind money lines and spreads are not connected, and we can often find value just by watching how a sportsbook moves either the money line or the spread. And also look around, look around the sportsbook. Look around, see what other bets they're offering for certain games where there's a lot of movement on the over-under, on, on the spread. You can maybe find really good player props, derivatives, things like that that you may not normally bet if you just start looking for these things in your betting process. All right, that does it for today's show. Good luck, whatever you have going on tonight. There's not a whole lot. I think there's a couple hockey games, some NBA, a little college basketball. So whatever you have, good luck. Hope you hit some bets. And we'll talk to you tomorrow on Sports Betting Daily.